0: The following is paid commercial programming. The content and opinions expressed do not necessarily reflect those of WSSP, Entercom Milwaukee, its staff or sponsors. From Lake Michigan to the Mississippi and every river, lake and field in between. Let's talk everything outdoors. ha!
1: <laughs> you're on the crazy train.
0: All <laughs> Welcome to the Skipper Buds Cutting Edge Outdoors. Fasten your seatbelts for a wild ride through Wisconsin's outdoors. Only on Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan.
1: Well, good morning, everyone, and uh, a Christmas weekend it is. We here at the Skipper Buds Cutting Edge Outdoors come to you every Saturday morning. From 6 to 8 a.m., we are live, we are unrehearsed, we are Dan Bush and Tom Neubauer. Nick Bodie's back after his graduation, and if you want to uh, get involved in the show with any questions, comments, phishing reports, whatever, 799-1250, that's 414-799-1250, or you can email us live at at Yahoo.com. Good morning, Danny. Good morning, Nick. Morning, Tom. Good morning. How's everything going?
2: Uh, life's good for a boy named Booge.
1: Yeah, that's good. That's good. Hey, do you think we should uh, let people during the show today, if they've got any Christmas traditions or weird things that happened at Christmas time, they can call in and tell us that? Sure, Christmas, why not? Christmas traditions, Christmas uh, faux pas, <laughs> or whatever. So, for myself,
2: for Christmas, Tom. Uh, for the first time, I told my family, now that mom passed away, uh, I told both my brother and his wife not to expect me for Christmas Day. Yeah, he told us my, last week, you're going go brother away. sister yeah. in Stevens Point not to expect me Christmas Eve. I might go away. Yeah, you're going Then gonna... again, I might not, I don't know what I'm going to do, Tom. You don't Tom. know.
1: Well, that's, that's what a single wealthy landowner from Douglas County can he do. He can probably go <laughs> up to his <laughs> wealthy land <laughs>
2: and walk through the snow, <laughs> look at some big northern ravens. <clears throat> you know they got these big northern ravens up there. You ever yeah. seen them before? Yeah. They look like crows on steroids, yes. but they go, ah! Ah! Yeah.
1: yeah. Right? I know. I, yeah, I think that would be an awesome mount.
2: They're a big bird, but they yeah. are Part of the, I guess, crows, rave I mean, they're all yeah. like
1: kind of related. Yeah. I think yeah. it would be a great... I, I asked my wife one time, if, I says, if I shot a crow, could I get it mounted? And we got this hutch that faces the front door, and I wanted it mounted so that it's looking down at the door with its wings half open. And I said, yeah, when people would walk in the house, they'd look at this big crow staring at them, getting ready to jump off the hutch, you know? Uh, of course, she didn't go for that now <laughs> I've got some weird ideas myself, Tom, but
2: you just taught me on that one. Uh, Not even myself uh, would would have a uh would have a crow a raven would be better. Or, yeah, a raven, raven would be better because they're bigger they're yeah. bigger. yeah mm-hmm. that would be kind of Edgar poe Polish creepy, yeah. yeah, yeah now, what I have been thinking about doing is going up there's Bunch of black squirrel. There's, it's not really a lot of squirrels up in that country for years. The first one I ever saw was in the late '70s across the river, um, but now they, they seem to be coming back. Maybe milder winters, and it's there's really no oaks or anything, but it's it's northern gray squirrels, and there's some big ones, but uh, there's a couple of great big black ones running okay. around. And if you got one now, I'd like to get one. You know, it's got the thick fur on it they're really mm-hmm. bigger this time of year. And sometimes the, the gray squirrels have a little white tuft yeah, that, behind their ear. Yeah. Yeah. i see. Ever notice yeah, that that's yes. kind of a winter thing. It yeah. seems. Um, so I don't know if the black ones will have that little white tuft, but I'd like to get a big one mounted on a log. Mm-hmm. So I'm thinking of going up, I would take a 22, I'd use a solid instead of a hollow point. Cause I don't want to rip a big hole in it.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: And, uh, I don't know, for a taxidermist, where's the best place? Do you shoot them in the chest or do you try and shoot them in the neck or head? I don't know. What's well, going to be the least damage Maybe to the not skin. the
1: head. They, I think they could hide, if it's a shot, like anywhere in the fur, they can hide that, I think. Right. Whereas in the head, if you blow out a jaw or an eyeball, <laughs> I don't know if they well, can I, repair that. Well, I think they use, I, a, I don't know. they
2: use a plastic one. skull well, they, anyway. They don't use Do a, they? Yeah, really? yeah. Oh, I didn't they, know that. And mounts, yeah. they don't use the real... The real bone. The real bone of the head. I don't oh. believe so. Well, for deer, they don't. Yeah.
1: Yeah, no, that's, that's, yeah, that's all. That's right. A, yeah, that's right. That's all yeah. kind of a plastic kind of a yeah. thing, I believe. You know, that reminds me of that uh, mountain lion that John Layman had up in Monkey Island. He had that mountain lion up on the rafter, you know, yeah. looking down at you. That thing was scary. I mean, it <laughs> was. Well, that was an awesome mount. And it was just like laying up there. And just looking down at you, wondering, hmm, I wonder what that guy tastes like. Speaking of <laughs> speaking of big mounts, Tom, there's yeah. been a
2: new world record Alaska brown bear. Oh, yeah? Uh, Pope and Young. Uh, now that's Bo? Uh, yep, correct. Okay. It was, uh, let's see, it was shot on the Alaskan Peninsula in May 2018 by a Chris Kamek. And it's the skull. They go by the skull. Yeah, when they, they go measure. by yeah, yeah. They and measure uh, the skull. And it's twenty nine and four sixteenths, which the previous record was twenty nine and three sixteenths. Now, is that the
1: diameter of it or the circumference of it?
2: No. Uh, what they do, Tom? If you, if you, I've looked it up. Um, it's a combination, I believe. They measure. Uh, they kind of measure from the back of the skull down to the tip of the nose then they measure i believe around the width it's not it's not just like measuring your your belly for pants tom yeah. it's not like for they your just for ha- your hat. hat for a hat yeah, for right a hat. Yeah, they don't just like wrap no. they don't just wrap it around right <laughs> no. there's okay. several measurements oh, okay. i believe i think i could be well for deer there's multiple but i'm right cuz right. I, I i tried measuring what the bear black bear that i shot years ago i John had the skull of that, and I
1: tried measuring it. So there is a formula that they use. Yeah, yeah
2: I, I, I think that's correct,
1: yeah. yeah. Did it say how much <laughs> that thing weighed or how long it was?
2: Well, it, they didn't, but they've got a, uh, let's see, he shot it at 14 yards uh, with a Matthews bow and a 650 grain grizzly stick arrow. Uh, with some guy named Cole Kramer up there. That's, and uh, That's really close, 14 yards away from a big right. animal like that. Yeah, you just hope that when you hit it, it just kind of runs off the other way and doesn't realize what's happened. Oh. I think with a bow, they're probably less likely maybe to detect you as opposed to a rifle going off. They they spot you and they know where it came yeah. from. I think, I'm guessing with a arrow sometimes, it drills in there so quick and quietly that all of a sudden they're hit and Hopefully they just yeah. just run off. I know guys who've shot deer say sometimes the deer just stands there and then all of a sudden drops in their tracks mm-hmm. like it didn't know what what happened. But yeah, I'm sure you'd have a guy with uh, you'd have a guy with a backup rifle right there. But you got the picture of this thing. Look at this. They all take the pictures where the guy it's like a fish picture, Tom. Yeah. You know how we hold the, the fish out. The guys
1: behind the, the guys. Animal. Yeah, here. Take
2: a there's a and classic a, behind it looks like uh it looks, like, looks it like, like a woolly thing. mammoth, for gosh sake. Yeah, it looks yeah. so
1: huge. Yeah. Well, and they got it from the back side of the bear, and the bear is facing the guy. So you're looking at the bear's butt and paws. Yeah, that's that's really weird. Yeah, but it does. It looks like it's like ten times bigger than what it was, but still that's now. What do you want to
2: bet? It'll just be a matter of time before some urban legend story comes up with this bear on the Internet. And I'll get this forwarded to me with some story about, you know, how some some exaggerated story, Mm -hmm. you know, like it ate three DNR game wardens and they found a (laughs) hat in its pile of dung. (laughs) <laughs> and it took, uh, after the guy hit it with the first arrow, it took the backup rifle, the 416 Rigby, eight shots to finish it off. Yeah, yeah. You yeah. always get those stories, yeah. Wow. But I'll tell you what, I, I, I'd I like to shoot one with a rifle, but I don't, I would not want to be standing 14 yards away Mm-mm. with a, with a bull, even if a guy's backing me up with a bazooka.
1: I know, it's like. Those are some tough animals, man, I'm telling you. They're just yeah. huge. You know, hey, I got a question for you. Yeah. I don't know if we could use this as a, if you might want to use it as a Hornschwagel question later on, but uh, you know how in Alaska, and I didn't know this, I was watching something, uh, or actually I read a, a piece about a guy up in Alaska who was just charged with uh, a bunch of different accounts, uh, I mean a bunch of different counts, that uh, he shot three undersized moose and just let them lay. You know, he just went out and just shot three. He was a young fella. And um, in in, in the article it said that they were all undersized for legal hunting purposes. Now, do you know how many inch spread in between the antlers of a moose, okay, how many inches it has to be before it's considered a legal moose to shoot? Like if you get a license to shoot a moose, it has to have so many inches between the, the the spread or whatever, however they measure that, to be legal moose. Do you know what that is? I never knew this. I, and how well, the hell do you know? I know that
2: a trophy, a really big trophy is considered like a 60-inch moose. Mm-hmm. And, and the bigger ones I think are up in Alaska as opposed to some of the Canadian mm-hmm. moose. Uh, but let me take a wild guess. Uh, I'm going to guess
1: for it to be legal, uh, three feet. Thirty-six. Well, according to this story, it's got to be 50, inches, 50 to, inches to harvest one. Now, my question is, I mean, I'm sure you, a guy would be going with a guide, right? A person would go with a guide, right. and the guide would be pretty proficient. basically got to be four feet then. Yeah, he kind of knows if it's a legal one or not. But I mean, can you imagine, you're looking at a moose that could be 100 yards away, 200 yards away, whatever, and you're trying to figure, oh, is that 49 inches or is that 51? (laughs) You know what I mean? It's like, it would be hard to to figure it out, you know, to guesstimate, you know. So I guess
2: you probably don't take one that's borderline. You make sure that it's definitely
1: yeah. bigger. Either that or you could just uh, go up to the moose and say, "Hey, excuse me, let me measure you quick here and uh... Well, I'm sure those guys get pretty good. You know yeah, like they Tom, Yeah, they get good.
2: Yeah. You know how like even at musky fishing when you're in the heat of the of the catching a bunch of them and seeing a bunch of them, you get to a point where you can have a follow and say, "Oh, there's a Forty-one incher, yeah. About, and then yeah. the guy catches it an hour later or the next day. You go up to Canada and there's mm-hmm. a certain musky by a rock, and you catch it. And by God, you're normally within an inch of the size. Yep, sometimes a yep, guy yep. can get pretty good at. Oh yeah. At estimating the size. Mm-hmm. So yeah. I
1: imagine those guides get pretty good. at Oh yeah, at it. I'm sure they do. I'm sure they do. I just thought it was strange that that if if I had to do it or you had to do it, if we if just a person who's never done that before had looking out and going well i don't know if that's 50 Tom, up in the north country they got the old wily indian guide Tomak
2: and tanto and nanook guiding yeah those old indian guides
1: they know they know they know they grow up up there yep yeah they do well listen we got to go to our first break folks if you got a you know, a, a Christmas a tradition that you do, or you got a Christmas story that might be humorous, maybe not, <laughs> you can always let us know at 414 799 1250. That's 799 1250. Or you can email us live at Guys at yahoo.com. We'll be right back with Dan and Tom and Nick here on 1057 FM, The Fan. <laughs>
2: Welcome back to the Skipper Buds. <coughs> <coughs> I'm frogging my toe. <laughs> Cutting edge outdoors. So, Tom, I I won't be able, you won't get a hula hoop here, but this is for you. What? You already gave me a gift last week. What? Let me explain, Lucy. Um, what? Yeah.
1: <laughs> oh, my God. Ooh, a little early. Uh, Nick, <laughs> you want to split this with me? <laughs> Here at the studio. Why don't we explain what it is? It's it's my favorite whiskey. Crown Royale.
2: And you know those 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 the case it came in make you can oh yeah. I put re, real I put yes. reels and stuff I know, in these, those.
1: These purple velvet cases are great.
2: So here's what happened, Tom. I got up this morning <laughs> and I got into running late to get here as usual. And I get my truck and I look and there's a whole case of beer. Uh, the Crown Royale, and this card. And first of all, I'm thinking, I swear I locked my truck last night. So anyway, but maybe not. Uh, or, or maybe put it in there late yesterday afternoon. But anyway, it says, Bushy Beer is yours. Crown is Tom Neubauer's. May your Christmas be wrapped in joy and filled with love and hope. Your 2019 is a great one. However, Tom, I can't mention on the show. Who's it from? Who's it from? You just gotta show me the card, right? Yeah, yeah. It doesn't want to uh, mention anything, but can I crack
1: this open right now?
2: Thank you very much.
1: That was a very nice gesture. (laughs) Can I crack it open now? Is that legal here at the station, to crack this open? You're Tom Neubauer. You, you can do whatever you want, big stud. And and they say it's it's like some people say, well, it's too early. You know, it's <laughs> never too I've early. I've
2: got a few cards this year. Wow. Uh, one of my fellow teachers gave me a thing of homemade cookies for Christmas. Wow. But other than a few cards and some cookies, I had received zero gifts for Christmas. So this is my first real substantial gift, wow. the case of beer um which
1: will always go and
2: in fact it's funny i was at a convenience store yesterday and the lady goes got all your christmas shopping done i said uh didn't do any christmas shopping oh oh you're just sending gift cards i said no she says money i said no i said not giving nothing not getting nothing (laughs) like it that way i like it that way we got a couple
1: of callers real quick we oh, got lines Great. are ringing off we do book. we got one all the way from the mythical land of kansas oh yeah Yay, it's dorothy where is, it, where, it, it, is this dorothy from <laughs> good morning Auntie. dorothy's brother hey yeah, dorothy's all right brother. yeah that? Uh, uh, re- re- remind us of your first name again i forgot
0: it's kian kian, kian oh, that's right oh, oh, okay yeah hey. I, how
1: can i forget that so how's it going down there kian
0: well, it's been in the fifties and sixties all week. Guys are golfing out here. How, how about up there?
1: Uh, it's it's a little chilly. We're ice fishing up here.
0: Uh, that's I missed it. Hey, uh, I just wanted to to uh, spread spread a little bit of Merry, uh, Merry Christmas to you guys. I thank you. I was you. living up in Wisconsin. I would I I would always drive down either to here to Nebraska over the holidays to go duck hunting with my dad, and we would just absolutely get into the mallards by the gazillions. And uh, it was it was nice because it wasn't a big uh, to do with a lot of family members or friends. You know, I was there with my my parents and mm. uh, maybe another sibling, and we would hunt and we would come back for for lunch and then we'd go back out and hunt and we'd come back and each pass a little stock or a stocking around that you know you spent maybe ten fifteen bucks on and that was it. It was just uh, it was it was awesome. Mm.
1: Yeah, well, oh. that's a that's a nice tradition. That's nice. It is. Yeah, and you, uh, you know this, this this stuff about getting carried away, buying all these expensive. You know, when you got a big family, you can't buy everybody something. You know what I mean? Every. I mean, it right. just gets. You you know what the worst part about it is? Is doing the shopping, going <laughs> out in those crazy crowds. Last night, my wife dragged me to Kohl's department store. We stood in line for. I bet you had to stand in line for a good twenty minutes before oh, we could check goodness. out.
0: And I work in retail, so that's no fun at all.
1: No, it's not. It's not. Well, it's good so. for the economy, Tom. Well, it is, but not for me.
0: <laughs> right. hey, right. hey, I want to give a yeah? I want to give a shout out to uh, Larry Mossberg here in Clay Center. I turned him on to your guys' program, and he loves it. And he was a police officer when I was in high school here. And man, was he a good police officer! He let us uh, he let the little Andre and didn't get us in trouble.
3: Oh. Well, so
1: good
0: morning to him, and uh, thanks, guys. You guys have a merry Christmas and a happy New Year. All right. same to you, Take Kean. Care, buddy. Merry
1: Appreciate Christmas. Appreciate it. Thank you. Bye. Uh, and who else you got there? Got our old buddy Kevin calling us up from Maple Ridge. Oh, oh. <laughs> merry, <laughs> Christmas, merry Christmas, Kevin. Merry Christmas, Kevin.
3: Uh, Christmas, Dan. Merry Christmas, Tom. Yeah. Yeah.
1: So, uh, how's everything there at Maple Ridge?
3: Oh, fine. Are the are Disney.
1: the are the nurses there wearing like uh, Santa Claus hats?
3: Uh, well, I tell you, we had our. Uh, we had our Christmas party yesterday,
1: oh, you and, did, yeah,
3: yeah, man, good it time was What?
2: was a good time?
3: Oh yeah, it was beautiful i was gonna I was gonna ask you, Dan, but I didn't have your phone number uh did you do oh. a
1: little did you do a little dancing
3: uh no, no no how no, about
2: I... um uh, did they have like didn't you say they had some wine or something at? oh the...
3: yeah that was uh that was uh, last week okay. That was last week. We had sparkling wine.
2: Any sparkling wine yesterday? or? Uh,
3: uh, uh, yeah, sparkling wine yesterday.
2: Christmas cookies?
3: Yeah, we had Christmas cookies, and Santa was here. and uh, Santa showed up. Yeah, Santa showed up. Funny, I thought
2: I saw him at Coles too. So, <laughs> <Did you? laughs> That guy, guy gets anyway. around. <laughs>
3: so. Anyway, um, you were talking about beer. Yeah. Can I tell you this story before I ask the question? Okay. Uh, my dad, my late dad, um, always liked beer. So he... Uh, had a doctor, Dr. Snardamo. and he says, Kevin can't sleep. Well, I'll give him one pink pill and one white pill. Calls the doctor back. He says, Kevin still can't sleep. Well, I'll give him a pink pill and one white pill. That should put him out. So he fills up a glass of beer, guys, all foam. Did I sleep?
2: So the beer did it. What's that? So the beer put you to sleep.
3: Yeah, the beer put me to sleep.
2: How old were you at that time?
3: It was about four or five. Four or five. (laughs)
2: I was gonna say. So a good father giving his son beer at age four or five to help him sleep. Yeah, I mean, you know. uh, What kind of beer was it? What? What kind of beer was it? You know,
3: Schlitz. 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 Hey, there's. Yeah, I remember Schlitz. Yeah, good old schlitz. They See and that. now
1: and nowadays, uh, if a father did that he'd be put in jail nowadays. No. <laughs> but anyway.
3: <laughs> uh anyway, uh we always hear you talk about bass. Yeah. Now, why is it called a small mouth bass? Does that mean it has a small mouth?
1: It has a smaller mouth than a largemouth bass. Oh really? Yep. It really does,
2: and there's oh. some, something to do with the crease of their mouth where yeah. one goes back straight and the other curves. Well, right, no, Tom? Or no, it's it the
1: the jaw. If, if the jaw of the large mouth goes behind the eyeball, if you draw a line up and down, it goes behind the eyeball. Where it's a small mouth, the the crease in the jaw or the edge is in front of the eyeball, and and hence it would have a smaller mouth. It's yeah, that right. Yeah. So
3: yeah. hey, hey, Tom. What? Uh, when can you come up to this lovely place? I don't know. Oh. Uh,
1: yeah, Tom. Well, I don't know yet. Uh, Tom's, well, we, this
3: we, He's we working. would like to have you before the new year. Well,
1: we'll that's going to be hard. This is a busy time of year for...
3: We'll treat you to herring.
1: Oh, Let's I like... Herring. Is that Ma Bench's herring? I hope so. Yeah, that's good. Do you like the creamy
2: or the... Oh, yeah, I yeah. like
3: the cream stuff. Yeah, oh. that's...
1: That's good stuff.
3: Can't wait till New Year's.
2: Yeah. All right. I think we got to go to our break here, Kevin. Our producer is giving us the break sign. But uh, God bless. Merry Christmas. We'll talk to you again. Yeah. Merry Christmas, Kevin. Kevin. Bye now.
1: Bye. All right. Well, coming up next is the Gut Report. And don't forget, after the 645 break, we'll be playing the Hornschwaggle, brought to you by Carl's Country Market in Menominee Falls. So stay tuned for all that and much more. This is the Skipper Buds Cutting Edge Outdoors.
3: Come here, I'm going to eat you! I'm bigger than you! I'm higher in the food chain! Get in my belly!
1: The Gut Report is brought to you by Discount Liquor. Well, folks, I really don't have a recipe or cooking tip, really. I just hope that, you know, whatever you're making for Christmas Eve, Christmas Day, I hope you take the time and do it right. You hate like heck to burn something, you know, when you got family and friends coming (laughs) over. So you, you take your time, do it right. But I do want to say that Discount Liquor and us here at the Skipper Buds Cutting Edge Outdoors want to wish all our Christian friends a Merry Christmas, all our Jewish friends a Happy Hanukkah, and all our atheist friends, have a nice day. The Gut Report was brought to you by Discount Liquor, where you'll find the best price, selection, and service at 51st and Oklahoma in Milwaukee and 919 North Barstow, that's Main Street in Barstow and Waukesha, for weekly specials, go to discountliquorinc.com.
3: Come here, I'm gonna eat you. I'm bigger than you. I'm higher in the food chain. Get in my belly.
0: I really can't But
3: baby, it's cold outside. I've
0: got to go but away. baby,
3: it's cold outside.
0: This evening has
3: been. That oh, this is Dean Martin.
1: Hey, down. you Hold can tell. Oh yeah, I can tell him. I actually believe it or not. Showing my. Keep it playing though. I showing my age. I actually have some CDs of Dean Martin from way back when. My parents, you know, they would listen to him, and I'd listen to him. Well, and then, then I got a couple of CDs, and he had some really good songs years ago. Well, if you if you're showing your age, you'd say I got a couple records of him. <laughs> oh,
2: <laughs>
1: yeah. And then my parents had the records. <laughs> then uh, eight
2: track, then cassette.
1: Yeah, then cassette.
2: Yeah, Fantasy. you know it's it's funny after this controversy over this song, I I logged on and I watched on YouTube Ricardo Montalban, oh yeah, uh, and he's in a movie singing it. Yeah, oh, okay. Yeah, and uh, he's the guy who was on Fantasy Island. Yeah, um, yeah, and then later Wrath. Deep blue, deep Then the <laughs> wrath of Khan. Kirk, yeah. I will forever grapple with you till my death. So anyway, it was, he's really good in Wrath of Khan, the Star Trek guy. So, buried alive. Yeah. It's very cold in space. Um, Some lines, yes, movie lines. So anyway, um, where was it? Oh, so once I watched that, it was right before I drove up to go deer hunting when I plugged that last doe up there. And honest to God, I was sitting on the deer stand, and it's all that kept going through my head for hours. Baby, it's cold yeah. outside. You know yeah. you know how you get a song in your head and yep. you can't yep. get it out? Yep. That was yep. my song that was, that was in my head on the stand.
1: You know, I can't believe, yeah, they want to ban that song. There's another one they want to ban. Uh, uh, well, they have banned it a lot in certain places, but uh, there's another one where a gal is trying to keep Santa Claus. What's that one where the gal is trying to keep Santa Claus to stay? Santa Baby. Yeah, Santa Baby. That's oh, the yeah. one. Yeah. She wants him Marilyn to. Marilyn Monroe sang it, didn't she? I, I don't probably. I don't know. I think Marilyn I don't know. Monroe, maybe Madonna but it's sang like, it. What's it's going like, on nowadays, you know? I mean, you get, you, oh, here's something. You, you know the, the, the song Chestnuts on an Open Fire? Yep. It's one of the greatest Christmas songs ever done, right? Here's a trivia question that I did not know. I, I heard this this week someplace else. Do you know who wrote that song? I mean, this is really old. The person who wrote uh, Chestnut Sun and Open Fire, that one, Mel Torme. Wait, who can I mean, that's, it? I mean, if you. Mel, who now, can forget Nick, Mel you don't, Torme? You, you don't I, have a clue, do I you? I don't know the Velvet Fog. You, don't you don't know, know who Mel Mel the Velvet You do. I wow. Know Mel Torme. I am surprised. I'm the velvet the Velvet Fog is right. What the wow. What are you guys talking about? That was his nickname, <laughs> The Velvet Fog, Mel Torme. Yeah. Mel Torme. And and but the best the best recording of it that ever was done. The the one it's and Jascot's only one. one. The chestnut song is uh Nat King Cole. How about another yep. naughty Santa Claus That's a song? Great uh, one. I saw Mama mommy kissin <laughs> Santa Claus. That's the horrifying
2: Underneath one. Underneath the mistletoe last night. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that is. See funny. if you can bring that one up as one of our bumpers today, yeah, too, yeah. there. Nick Bean is we're on this
1: Christmas theme. Yeah, This Christmas. And folks, if you got a. Christmas tradition, a Christmas story, something that happened that was weird. Maybe maybe aliens came on Christmas. Whatever. Whatever. If you got something interesting that happened to you on Christmas, I've got one. But I'm saving it for after the Hornswoggle. What was your worst Christmas gift? What was your best
2: Christmas gift? Oh. First Christmas gift would have to be that. Uh, what that kind of? Uh, what's the big cake? Uh, the pound? Ke- no, what? what oh, the 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 fruit, fruit, fruit cake. cake. Fruit cake. Yeah. I actually like those. Fruit cake.
1: I actually like them. You know, Everybody makes fun of those things. I like them. When there's when there's <laughs> snowstorms
2: going on and I don't have enough weight in the back of my truck, I just throw a couple fruit cake hey, back there
1: and you know what? Kind of weight it down. Bushy. And if you ever, I know you never would, but if you ever were gonna make a fruit cake, it's not cheap. All that all that candy. Fruit is expensive. You know, Tom. <laughs> you know, Tom.
2: That in the Civil War, when they ran out of cannonballs, they used fruitcakes? Yeah I, and... I, yeah, I believe it. <laughs> <coughs> <coughs>
1: oh man, Nick, you like fruitcake? I actually like fruitcake, but yeah. that's because my parents had friends who made it well. I think, yeah, I think it's like any other dish. I mean, if it's if it's good, it's good. But I think it's very easy to make a bad fruitcake. Oh yeah, which, yeah. Which yeah. Cake. You use it to weigh down the back of your truck. Maybe. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. So. And, and Owen, oh, you know, here's a question. And and I'm gonna have to go over to Carl's Country Market and talk to Paul. Yeah. Paul at Carl's Country Market. I gotta ask him, what's the difference between uh, let's say, a local supermarket's uh first cut prime rib, you know, a hunk of prime rib at 588 a pound or six no six eighty-eight a pound versus one that's 1788 a pound. What, what's the difference between them?: Well, the one's better than the other Tom.. But, but why, why is it better? Did it come from a magical cow? I mean I no, I, I really don't know. I don't know. Why is I LeBron don't...
2: James better at basketball than me? Better's better.
1: Well, that's because he is like the greatest of all time in oh, when right. it comes to oh, basketball.
2: Seventeen
1: eighty nine. Oh, oh Nick, Nick's gonna argue with that. Uh, he's gonna argue. I was gonna say, and frankly, Bushy needs to be working on his jump shot more. He's he's been putting those hours in the gym, you gotta catch up. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know, I'm a little too old now for basketball. I was a great player in my
2: day, of course. I remember backyard
1: when driveway I was, legend. When I was a kid, I was I was not very good at basketball, but I was on the the grade school eighth grade basketball team. It's hard to play basketball with a smoke hanging out of the corner yeah. corner of your mouth. But the thing is, is that one time we were ahead in the game, and the coach was felt sorry for me, and he put me in the game right. Yeah. And I got the ball, and for some reason nobody was around me. I could have just went in for a layup. Right? Yeah. What you? boneheaded? What boneheaded, boneheaded move? got did you do? I got scared. <laughs> I stopped and just shot the ball, and believe it or not, it went in. <laughs> I went, oh my god! You know, I can't. P-. Well, then of course I was out of the game. But but another time, uh, we were in some tournament, eighth grade, and the one one good kid he couldn't make it, so I had to say I was that. C- in other words the coach said my name was somebody else's I'm this other guy now all of a sudden that I this is how I could get in to play out with the team right uh so I had a different name I was wearing a di- this guy's jersey and uh so I get in the game and I didn't know what the hell I was doing and I get I'm I'm on the opposite side going to the wrong basket waving like hey give me the ball give me the ball cuz everybody's down at the other side and I'm hey I got this one wide open but <laughs> the wrong one. Thank God they never gave me the ball. <laughs> so, let
2: me get this right. You had a know. jersey with somebody else's name on it?
1: Yeah. In order for me to get in, I had to pretend I was somebody else.
2: You know, maybe some of our <laughs> listeners out there might have had some semi-senile oh, coaches for football or basketball. Uh, we, had a foot, we had a football coach. He was a good guy, Bill Dessert up at Green Bay Preble. And he was old, but he'd get so confused sometimes. There was a guy named John Gregg was a punter, and we we needed to have a punt, and it was a crucial part of the game. He couldn't remember the name John. He couldn't remember the last name Greg. He starts yelling, Gron, where's Gron? He put Greg and John together and turned the guy's (laughs) name to Gron. But Gron knew who he was and went out there to punt the ball. Then we actually had another coach, Pierman, 10th grade, my buddy Jim Whitney. Um, He'd get confused, too. He'd go, Whitey. Wheeling, whatever your name is, get in there. <laughs> whatever you called you're... him
1: Whitey. He called him Wheeling. His name was Whitney. Well, my parents did that whenever one of my father would get mad at one of us boys. There were five of us. Oh, well, that's common for dads. That, then he would he would go like go through all of them. Go through all of them until he got to the right one. Yeah, yeah just start going through. My them dad all. one. Yeah. Dan, tip, tip, whatever your name is, get <laughs> yeah. over here. My dad was the youngest of five. Uh, and my grandma Bodie, when she wanted to get somebody's attention, she go, Jack, Jeff, Brian, Shelley, Steve, Mac, whatever your name oh is. My God. Mac, <laughs> Mac was the dog, by the way. <laughs> she he, she threw she, him in there. Sometimes before my dad's name, Mac, Oh, yeah. God. Hey, we got to go to a break, but folks, we need a contestant for the Hornschwaggle. Oh, yeah, the If you have won in the last uh, two months, don't call. We're going to have kind uh, of a, a Christmas theme here. Okay, yeah. If you've won in the last eight weeks, don't call. We want somebody else to win, because I keep a list, and I check it twice, and then I give it to Nick Bodie, and he checks it a couple of times. So, 799-1250 to play the Hornschwagel. It's brought to you by Carl's Country Market. Carl's is known for its award-winning sausages, everything meat and more at Pilgrim Road and Silver Spring in Menominee Falls. And if you got any uh, technical questions about Prime Rib, just ask Paul out there. Or one of their fine butchers. They got a bunch of them out there who know what they're doing. 799-1250. Play the Horn win a ten dollar gift certificate. If you get two out of three questions correct. And we'll be right back with more of Dan Bush, Tom Newbauer, and Nick Bodie on the boards. We'll be right back.
3: Chestnuts roasting on an open fire. This is Nat King Cole, right?
1: Frost, Actually, I do this one, I mean, I think I do it good, but that's
2: me. <laughs> I do this one great in the shower. Yeah, exactly.
0: <laughs> yeah,
2: this is a good one. I, I Yeah, this is one of the yeah. ones I like, yes. So, Welcome back, Merry Christmas, to the Skipper Buds, Cutting Edge Outdoors. <laughs> Thanks for being with us this morning. Uh, we want to thank all our listeners. Uh, we get a lot of great People out there, not in. Uh, once again, for those that left a little stocking stuffer in my truck this morning, thank you. Yeah, Even thank you. Even though you, you. don't want to be identified, uh, we really wow. appreciate all your friendship. Uh, got a lot of great listeners, and we do appreciate them. Um, also, I want to uh, special thanks out to the men in blue, the police officers, the service people, the first responders, firefighters, uh, all those people that are out there working to protect us twenty four seven. 365 days a year. We support you a lot, and thanks for listening. Um, so anyway, have we got a uh, contestant for the Hornschwagel? Yes, we do. Our friend Mike from South Milwaukee is all ready to play. Hey, Mike all from right. South Milwaukee. So you know how it works. If I'm pulling your leg, you say Hornschwagel.
1: Good morning. Good morning. Hey. Good morning. Okay.
2: So here we go. Well, as you know, Christmas is originally to celebrate the birth of Christ, but... Uh, it's not necessarily the true birth time of Christ. They say that that was probably more in the spring and summer, not really this time of year. Hornschwaggle or no Hornschwagel?
0: Hornswaggle.
1: No, oh, that's a no hornswaggle. No, that's true, yeah. No yeah. hornswaggle. Yeah. I was yep. just talking about, about that with somebody the other day, and that yeah, most most of the experts say that no, nah, the reason why they want they did it for December twenty fifth. the reason, Tom? Was because uh, way back when they would have this New Year's festival, uh, like a lot of the atheists, you know, the non Christians would have this big festival, pagan the pagan festival, the pagan things on January first. So burn the Christians, gold. the the Pope wanted to have it before that. Oh. So, so that they, they would be a week before this pagan stuff, see? So that they, they get a jump on them. Oh, Yeah, so that's why all they... All
2: about being ahead of I'm the pagans, slumber.
1: Mike. Sorry yeah. about you missed that one. But, but
2: we learned some fascinating stuff already today. <laughs> so here's the next one. Uh, as you know, going along that biblical theme, Jesus' disciples were fishermen, and it's a well-established fact that they used primarily Abu Garcia reels.
3: That's a horse. Okay.
2: (laughs) (laughs) One out of two. Here we go. Um, As I'm going up to my wealthy estate up in Douglas County in a couple of days to just be (laughs) me in a pine tree, uh, there are snowshoe hares up there to keep me company. In fact, I might try and take a walk with my 22 to nail one, even though the (laughs) meat's like leather. Um, But snowshoe hares have big feet. To help them run on top of the snow, hornschwaggle or no hornschwaggle? No hornschwaggle. No hornschwaggle. All, all right. We got a winner. We got a winner. Okay. so that away, Mike. All right. All right. So, thanks a lot, guys. Yep, take care. You'll you get, get that gift certificate sent nice out. Christmas. You bet. Merry Christmas. Thank you. You
1: too. Bye now. All right. um, actually, won. yeah, Peter Peter was the fisherman of the disciples. He was the fisherman, and, and Jesus told him that he says, I'm going to make you a fisher of men. Yeah. Yeah, Fishermen. Anyway, uh that's what my uh friend Scott, I won't use his last name. That's uh I think he uh, has that on his business card. Hmm. Fish are Cause, a cause, man? Yeah, well, he's a uh, 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 a minister. Oh yeah. And he ministers at uh <clears throat> yeah, we've talked to Scott before. He 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 goes to like prisons and wherever and helps guys through troubling times and all that. Yeah. Mike Mike McGivern would have known that that oh, one. Oh, he would have known that. Yeah. He, uh, he yeah. was there. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Oh my goodness! Um, he he's a lot older than he looks. You know, there was something I was going to mention. Oh, here we got we got some emails. I, I'll tell my actually Christmas he was a camel story. then. He's reincarnated now. <laughs> I'll tell I'll tell my uh, Christmas story later, maybe after the seven o'clock hour. We got three emails here, Danny. <sighs> this is from JH. Uh, J. J. Morning, boys, Bush. Hey, Bushy, if you want to yep. go ice fishing on your way up north. And if you're coming up 41 for some reason, you can hook up with me in Oshkosh this Oh, this is Tex in the big break. oh, yeah, Tex. Uh, yeah, with me in Oshkosh this morning for a little while. I'll be on Winnebago. Tom, make sure you tell everybody to be safe on the ice. Not not too great right now. So uh, uh, I got his email here. I'll save it. Just I mean, not, I mean his his, for, his phone number. I got his phone number.
2: Yeah. Should I forward it to you? Forward it to okay, me.
1: Okay, I'll do that in yeah, Tex, during the break. Um,
2: I probably won't be heading up today. Uh, I'll probably get going maybe tomorrow. And but I and I'll be going up Madison route and uh heading north from there. We got another but Thanks e- for the offer. Yeah, maybe we got,
1: some other time. Yeah, we got another email that says, Hey, your live stream isn't working on radio.com. Nick Bodie, what Nick, do you got there? Producer,
2: what's going well, on, man? I'll double checking.
1: Live stream is not live working, working is on radio.com. So okay, that's that. Now here's another one. Uh Okay, this is from oh, this is Texan a big rig again. He's busy text uh, uh emailing today. Uh I was just listening to your podcast from last week, Tom. And if you don't get an eighteen or twenty volt with enough torque, they will not drill the holes. Yeah, I know. I said you gotta get uh you know that twenty volt is best or, or more. Uh they will that's when you use the electric uh drill for right. the augers. Yeah. Right. Uh the trick in the torque, my buddy bought a twenty-volt DeWalt and he got three holes drilled and his battery was done. Oh wow, Milwaukee just came out with a Drills shaped differently than the normal battery-powered drills for mixing five-gallon buckets of concrete. I changed to this drill because it was easier to handle, and the other drills with the side handles were taking my arm off. So I know I know what he's talking about with the side handles and all that. Yeah, that uh, that doesn't always work that great. That's why they're uh, at most uh, uh, distributors. They're clearing them <laughs> out. They're on clearance, really so, cheap. Um, Tom, Tom, you see these right here?
2: Yeah. These are my drills, right? These here. are your These drills, pipes right here. Okay. <laughs> I may not bench 300 pounds anymore, but I can still drill a hole. And I'm not gonna take a what? take a drill out on the ice, hand drill. I'm not gonna do it. Everybody keeps you're trying to talk me into that. I, I'm, no, I'm gonna no, get the, a laser ice auger. I've heard those are the best.
1: Those are great.
2: I'm gonna get an eight inch. and oh. I can still get a pike through the. Uh, oh, that's a question, <laughs> it's Danny. It's gonna cost me probably a hundred bucks, but I'm gonna get a good one.
1: This Wait. is a question for you. And for the audience, for all the ice anglers out there, can you bring a thirty-eight inch pike through an uh, through a four-inch ice hole? Now you drilled a four-inch hole. Can you bring a thirty-eight inch pike through a four-inch hole? Hell, I got a reason. You're seven nine nine twelve fifty. It's obvious why you're asking this, I'm, I'm I'm just, because I'm just I'm a question. Because I'm sure
2: you have done it.
1: No, no. Or one of your no, buddies no, did. No, no, well,
2: no, no, yeah, no, I'm no, sure no. you have, and you're going to no. tell us the story. Somebody you know, recently one time you at a lake. No, somebody at a lake, Danny. Got its nose coming. Said it he caught. it through.
1: Now, it was, it was verified by another ice angler that the guy had four-inch holes. Okay? Four-inch. Oh, he had a four-inch auger. Right. Four-inch holes. And he said, now... He was a ways away, and he hollered a 38-inch pike, and he did have a pike with him, but whether or not it was 38 inches, now, that's why I'm asking. And 799-1250, what do you think, listeners? But what do you think? Can you get a 38-inch pike through a 4-inch hole? I think it'd be very difficult, uh, but
2: if you could get the, if it wasn't real thick ice, and you could get its nose straight up and going and maybe... Get a grip on the gill plate or a gas. there. Get a there. grip on the gill plate. And plates. they're real skin. They're real slimy, right? Was, they're, slimy. they're slimy. Maybe one Side of a, was side real of a ice hole. A slide of a side of a hole is slick too. Yeah. So you could probably just squeeze it right through.
1: Like, yep. Like squeezing a
2: banana out of a peel.
1: Yep. Yeah, so, I think I think you could. Uh, I think oh, you could do it. Yeah, we got we got somebody somebody telling us is going to call us. They're going to tell, tell us, us. us that his brother in law Clyde did it on hey, Lake Obakachi. Good morning. Who's this?
0: This is Jim from Jim. Jackson. What hey, do you Jim. think? What do you think, Jim? Well, yeah, you can do it. You said it was a 38 inch right?
1: Yeah, that's what
0: Yeah, see when he caught it, it was only 30 inches, and after you squeezed it through the hole, it lengthened to 38. <laughs>
3: hey, that's the best answer we got. Yep, that clears it that's up right there. That's a good one, Jim. Thank you. Okay,
2: take care.
1: That's a good one. It's exactly what we're talking okay, about. Okay, who else you got? Mine's hey, a ringing off the hook. Good, good morning. Who's this? This is Kurt. Hey, Kurt. How you doing? Merry Christmas to you and Jim. But anyway.
0: Yeah, Merry Christmas to you, too. Thank you.
1: What do you think? 38-incher through a 4-inch hole? Yep. Yeah? Okay. Yep. You can do You've it, You've done huh? it, right? Uh, about 36. Yeah? Very close. Okay. okay. Did you have to grab what? it by the gills to slide it through? Gaff. Gaff. Oh, you gaffed you it and, yeah. and, and you and yeah, you horsed it I, through.
0: As soon as you, I saw it at the hole, I go, oh, boy. Yeah, this is going to be a rough one. I can't get my hand in there. Yeah, you know,
1: and yeah, uh, that's a that's a darn nice pike. You know, there was a
2: story years many years years back. The guy caught that one fifty five pound on a bathroom scale uh, muskie uh, in little sturgeon, and then it, he he got arrested later. He took it to a taxidermist, and he got busted by. They had a picture of him in. Uh, Badger Sportsman, I think, with kind of his face blacked out yeah, so you couldn't yeah. see holding this big fish in his yeah. basement or wherever. But the story with that was was he caught it tip-up fishing for pike, and it was so big that he couldn't get it through the hole. But he, a bunch of people came around, and they kind of chiseled and broke the hole okay, around and yeah. made it bigger to okay. try and get the thing out.